0: The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome to Health, Hope and Inspiration with Rev. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and great to be with you again. Percy, you're always great to be with you.
1: Yes, sir. I'm blessed and highly favored, and I am excited for another episode.
0: We're going to talk about some important things today. We have a guest who was with us last time who's going to rejoin us today to talk even further about some of the lessons he's learned in medical care.
1: Yep, Gordon Robertson, who is the CEO and president of Christian Broadcasting Network, as well as the host of the 700 Club, has agreed to sit down with us on two segments and take our time out of his busy schedule and shared some profound, very personal reflections around health, sickness, uh, faith, religion, and spirituality. So this is going to be a really powerful segment that I think people are going to benefit from.
0: We'll hear part two of the conversation today, but remember part one is available in the archive at healthhopeandinspiration.com. You can go back and listen to that anytime if you missed us last time here on the program. We're going to talk about something called advanced directives or medical power of attorney. And uh, and just the whole concept is pre-planning. That's what we're going to talk about. It's a
1: conversation and a subject matter that In some cases, it's foreign to individuals, and to others, it's just something that is repressed and ignored, and we want to really delve into that to really empower uh, this community not to be caught off guard in the midst of a possible health care crisis and not potentially be prepared for what may happen in not having those instruments in place.
0: We also want you to take advantage of the free resource we're offering to you today called Reducing Your Risk for Cancer, written by... Uh, Percy 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 McCray, it says here. You know, that guy is busy, I gotta <laughs> tell you.
1: It's uh yeah, it's a resource that we've put together and pulled together again to empower, equip the scripture that I use often is that my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. We wanted not that to be said about the audience of people who hear and listen to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And we have pulled together this resource that gives you again some engaged schools of thought and understanding how to potentially reduce the Risk for cancer. It's a
0: very helpful resource, and you can download it free of charge right now or as soon as you can get to a computer at health, hope, and Once again, health, hope, and inspiration.com. Look for reducing your risk for Cancer. And thanks to those of you who have subscribed to this podcast, and it shows up on your computer or on your iPhone or Android device, uh, and you just shows up there automatically because you have subscribed.
1: Yay, hooray, hooray, hooray. And again, I can report at the time uh, that we're recording this. We're now somewhere in the neighborhood of about 135,000 subscribers of this program.
0: How about that? That's fantastic. May I read just one review that uh, has come in on iTunes for the podcast? Absolutely. i like to take time to do this. I do this because we're so encouraged by the reviews that listeners leave, and it really helps not only us. It's not just for our encouragement. It's so that others learn about the podcast. And when you write a review like this, it really helps. Uh, this person says, For those fighting cancer and for those who support them, this program is a storehouse of ammunition in the form of information, resources, and encouragement for the battle. Featuring practical, in-depth conversations with top clinicians and caregivers, as well as heartfelt, boots-on-the-ground life stories by former and treating patients, this podcast is refreshingly listenable. We're refreshingly listenable. How about that? Yeah, And offers much-needed help to those who are navigating the challenges. Well, thank you. That's very kind. Thank you for the review. Yeah, and If you're you. so inclined to leave a review on iTunes, we would appreciate it very much. Just uh, look for health, hope, and inspiration yeah, on iTunes. Yeah, give
1: us a shout-out and let us know how the programs are impacting you. And again, let's leave some breadcrumbs in the trail for others that are following to get an idea of what they can expect to hear when they listen to one of the shows.
0: We'll hear today's guest, Gordon Robertson, in just a few moments. I remind you, this podcast is making Made possible by Cancer Treatment Centers of America with hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa. Cancer Treatment Centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. So please visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com, click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, our custom here is for you to uh, ground these conversations in Scripture. So what verse have you chosen today?
1: Yeah, and as an anchor, we want to go to James 1 to frame this discussion. Uh, And it's a very familiar passage of Scripture, but so apt to pull for what we're going to talk about and hear today in today's discussion. Verse 17, James 1, verse 17, and it says this, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation of shadow of turning and and this scripture really punctuates the idea that we need not to reject uh, good gifts that we experience and that we have ex- exposure to because it doesn't necessarily sound super spiritual or very religious. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, and we utilize them on a daily basis, and we should embrace them and understand that everything that we, we benefit from ultimately comes from God.
0: I believe that's going to come up in the conversation now with Gordon Robertson, the president and CEO of CBN, the host of the 700 Club. This is part two of the conversation that Percy had with him, recorded on location at a very Busy place.
1: Again, with me here at the National Religious Broadcasting uh, Conference, I have Gordon Robertson, who has agreed to spend a little more time with me to talk about dynamics around issues of faith and sickness and disease and health and recovery. Uh, he's the CEO of Christian Broadcasting Network, and of course, the son of Pat Robertson, and um, and most recently uh, experienced a, a personal health challenge with his dad, who has just recently recovered from some scenarios, and we want to talk about the impact of all of that with you. But first and foremost, welcome back to the program.
2: It's great to be with with you, Percy. I appreciate it. Uh,
1: As mentioned in the introduction, um, and you and I talked a little bit before the recording, uh, your dad has just recently recovered from uh, a stroke. And on the heels of at the timing of this, uh, the late Billy Graham who has passed away. I think that it's an appropriate conversation to talk about dealing with sickness and disease, uh, death and dying health and faith from a, from a ministry perspective and from a high profile ministry perspective. Yeah. I went to Rayma Bible training center and, um, When Kenneth Hagin passed away, I know that many people were just thrown for a loop. And when Oral Roberts passed away, people really struggled with trying to come to terms with, these are our great faith leaders who have taught us and inspired us and encouraged us, and yet we saw their mortality take place. And they transitioned and went home to glory. And many people didn't deal with that very well, to be perfectly honest with you. I'd love to hear, if you don't mind, talking about as a family member. Uh, supporting your dad, and previously your mom had a stroke you were sharing with me. How has that impacted you and your family, and how have you guys dealt with that, particularly from a public perspective?
2: Well, we, we have all been recently educated on stroke, what are the symptoms of stroke, how to deal with that, uh, and I'm finding that as I get older, I, I need to get a medical education. Uh, but in terms of uh, the great leaders passing on, you, you look back at Scripture. Um, Moses didn't make it to the Promised Land. He, he, the Lord took him. And uh, how did Israel deal with that? And, and how do we deal with that? Yes. Um, and for any great leader, I encourage people to take to heart what Billy Graham said. He said, one day you're going to hear a report that Billy Graham is dead. Yeah. And I want you to know, don't believe that. All I've done is change my address. Okay. And that is something we all need to understand. For Billy right now, he's having a really good time. Yeah, yeah. And in that transition process, don't focus on the death. Let's focus on the resurrection. Okay. And that's the hope of the church. That's the hope of all believers. And Paul said so eloquently, death, where is your sting? And for us as believers in the resurrection of the dead, believers that in the, you know, when you're absent from the body, you're present with the Lord, that that it's a change of address.
1: And you're absolutely right. And, and sometimes we lose focus on that, obviously. Because of our theology that, that gives us the promise of the belief that, you know, God is a healer, you know, and that uh, miracles do take place and that God has victory over sickness, disease, and death, sometimes um, individuals do not survive a process of sickness and disease uh, as we would like for them to. And, and, of course, I've learned that really death and dying typically is not as difficult for the person who's dying but for those who get left behind in many cases. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the fact, first of all, good praise report. Dad is doing well.
2: He's doing fantastic. Uh, My wife spotted the symptoms. Um, God spoke to her and said, you need to go visit my mother. And at first she said, no, I'll do that later. I'll do that on Sunday. And he came back and said, no, you need to leave now. And so she arrived within two minutes of her arriving at my parents' home Dad started showing signs of a stroke. Now people need to understand that when you're having a stroke, you don't realize you're having a stroke. Um, It's it's odd that in our consciousness we don't understand our own impairment and people really need to understand, you know, don't trust that. You need to trust I'm having a symptom here because time is everything in a stroke situation. Uh, my wife knew that, uh, she went into, um, emergency mode. We got to do something. We got to do it now. And she got me on the phone. Uh, I got someone who was right close by to drive there. And, uh, it was very specific instructions. Drive him to the nearest hospital. We don't have time to wait for an ambulance. Now, not everybody can do that. Um, uh, but... You know, the best thing to do is call dial 911. If you're having one, you're starting to s- sense symptoms, get on the phone, dial 911. You should not drive because you're going to be a danger to people. Okay. And so, but the know the nearest stroke center is the second thing. Okay. And get there as soon as you can and get that CAT scan. In Dad's case, he got to the hospital. Symptoms around noon. Uh, got to the hospital at 10 minutes to 1. At 10 minutes after 1, diagnosis is, is done. I walk in, he at that point in time is completely paralyzed on his right side and is unresponsive and unable to give consent for treatment. So at the moment of diagnosis and the moment of the treatment decision, I, uh, with the power of attorney, and you need to have all those advanced directives, you need to have all that lined up, who has authority, who has a legal authority to consent for you, all of those things need to be in place. You know, it's a very emotional moment yes, for me to yes. see my father paralyzed, Absolutely. unresponsive, lying in a scanner, unable to do anything. Yes. And I hear the risks, Run through. I, I'm educated on stroke as a result of my mother's stroke, and yes, give it to him. Within 10 minutes, he's awake, alert, able to move his arms and legs, and he's starting. To, Why am I here? <laughs> Typical dad. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and um, he got discharged from the hospital two days later. Uh, Ten days later, he's back on television, back doing live television. So he still has a little weakness on his right side, but. Uh, by all accounts, uh, the doctor at the time said this is a TPA miracle, okay. and the attending staff at Norfolk General did a wonderful job, but a cheer went up. It was one of the most dramatic recoveries they'd ever seen.
1: Well, so much was said there. First of all, thank you for the update, and uh, and we're, we're all obviously thankful that Uh, Your dad is still with us, Uh, the work that he's done, the effects of his ministry. uh, He's obviously one of the the giants of our our era and our century, and so we're grateful to hear that. And please give him our best regards uh, from the Cancer Treatment Centers of America and our journey of hope And Reverend Percy McRae. But you said something that was very interesting to me, and I want to go back and see if we can just play with this a little bit. You're a man of faith, you're a preacher, you're an educator, you're a broadcaster. I mean, your resume is extensive. You're the CEO of CBN, for goodness sake. And yet, you said something I thought that was very prolific around about having certain things in order around paperwork, documents, legal things, uh, uh, medical power of attorneys, and et cetera, et cetera. I am amazed and have been amazed at how many people of faith have rejected the idea of having those conversations and and putting those types of things in place share with the audience just how important that is under circumstances of emergency and why that's not a conflict of our faith that we're believing that God is protecting us and he's you know the sovereignty of him is in our you know is is their force but yet there are scenarios and situations as you just described that was an important component that you guys had already taken care of
2: Well, I think everyone needs to take care of this. Uh, You need to have an advanced directive. What what quality of life do you want? With modern medicine uh, and respirators and those kinds of feeding tubes, those kinds of techniques, they can prolong life, and and do you really want that? And you have to start being very real with yourself on what do I want?
1: And having conversation with family members also.
2: And these are very tough conversations. And let's face it, nobody wants to talk about the day they die. No. Uh, We all think it's you know forty years from now. Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. I got plenty of time. It's going to be. It's. But no, take take the time now. There are plenty of resources online that talk through the various meanings of these words. But these words have very specific meanings in an emergency room. And those treating doctors need to know you have the power to give consent. They need to know what is the advanced directive and what are the protocols for recovery. Um, I, I've, with both my mother and my father, I had to intervene in that ICU. Here are the standards that we have. Here's the words of the advanced directive. This, these are the wishes of the patient. We need to honor those wishes.
1: And so being a man of faith and power and belief and hope uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ, there were still yet some very practical and pragmatic things that you had in order and your family had in order. And I,
2: Let me add this from a theological standpoint, and I've gotten this from rabbis. And it's a rabbinical school of thought that there's the natural order of things, where things progress on a natural order of cause and effect. Uh, Modern medicine and all all the science behind that is in that realm of natural order. We as Christians need to recognize what the rabbis recognize. God created that.
1: That is correct.
2: And because he created it, it's good. (laughs) Now, is there a supernatural order above that order? Yes. And can he reach down from heaven and do miracles? Yes and amen. But we need to be wise and realize the natural order is also ordained by him and we need to be prepared for that. And, and the
1: scripture that comes to mind when you say that, and I've quoted it often on our show is that every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of Lights. And uh, medicine and science is part of the natural order of things that also was part of the order of God. And we need not to be resistant to the idea of some things that we need to really sit down and embrace, discuss with our family, discuss with each other, and be very frank and candid and proactive about as we believe and trust in the things of God. In our closing seconds, what's the one word of the hour that you'd like to share with people of faith around being health conscious, taking care of their health, being mindful of their health, beyond just praying for good health?
2: Well, it's come to me, and it's come to me recently, I'm approaching 60 years of age, how much we need to take care of our temple. Uh, That the body was given to us uh, as an earthly vessel, but we're supposed to use it well. And so that means regular exercise, that means proper diet, that means paying attention to regular checkups. Uh, and so you have to get into that discipline. If I'm going to do my full part for God, if I'm going to finish in my generation the assignment that God has given to me, then I need to take care of myself. So I encourage everyone get a regular checkup, at least. Every year. Mm. If you notice any symptoms, anything unusual, get aware of the signs of stroke, get aware of the signs of cancer. And uh, early treatment is the absolute key for early recovery. You don't want to just let it go. You don't want to, you know. uh, When when I had cerebral malaria back in my missionary days, I picked it up in a refugee camp. I was god 's man of faith and power for the hour, and i 'm going to pray through this and i'm going to, I, I just thought I had some kind of you know <laughs> disease that maybe want to throw up all the time i didn 't realize my life was in danger, yes. and because I resisted going to the hospital, I actually made it worse Wow. so get early treatment wow. as soon as you can
1: with that, it has been a privilege and a joy to hear the wisdom and the experience of, of um, your ministry, where you have been. And and thank you again for the update on Dad. We all want to hear that report, and we're encouraged by that. But more importantly, thank you for the words to, to our audience. This has been Gordon Robertson, CEO of Christian Broadcasting Network. He's been my guest here now on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And I thank you, prayer, support, and love for all that
2: you do. God bless you, Percy. And thank you, Cancer Treatment Centers of America.
0: What a great conversation with our special guest, Gordon Robertson, here today on the program. I want to talk more about what the two of you talked about in just a moment, Percy, but also I want our listeners to know about the resource we're offering reducing your risk for cancer.
1: Again, put together to basically give people, again, some practical things to think about and try to, you know, arm oneself with. In terms of uh, empowerment, again, one of the things that I think that's extremely important when we talk about fighting cancer or or dealing with the mental, emotional, physical dynamics of cancer is empowering people to believe that there is that they can be partners in the fight, that they don't have to just kind of stand by to see what happens. And this document uh, was designed to help give people a sense of empowerment around some schools of thought around getting active and staying active, how being active uh, can potentially help.
0: Understood. Yeah,
1: and through their process. Process, manage, uh, monitor and manage your stress levels. Life is stressful. So helping people to counteract the stress in their lives that may be counterintuitive and counterproductive uh, to their process. Maintain a balanced diet. We talk a lot about food and eating and how that can potentially help us offset some of the negative effects. That's what this document okay. is packed with. Well,
0: there's a lot here and you can have it all when you download it now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. It's called Reducing Your Risk for Cancer. And I remind you that at cancer treatment centers of america spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient but if you or someone you love is fighting cancer consider cancer treatment centers of america they treat the whole person body mind and spirit Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, I learned a lot hearing you and Gordon talk here today. One of the things I wanted to debrief with you on, though, was part of the conversation that dealt with the natural order of things and the supernatural order.
1: He he raised a very valid point that I think sometimes uh, gets lost in the fray of one executing and expressing and exercising their belief and faith in God. And so he gave the example of that there is a natural order of things, and he actually referenced uh, a rabbi that he he really gleaned this this insight from, mm-hmm. but the natural order of things, things that happen in our natural world and our natural environment with our natural bodies, uh, fundamentally is ordered and ordained by God.
0: They're also supernatural in a right. sense. Aren't That's they? exactly yeah. correct yeah.
1: because yeah. underneath that there is a supernatural, or on top of that, depending on how you want to view that, sure. there is a supernatural element and component that potentially comes into play that may override that natural order of things, but may not override that natural order of things. And of course, that's a great theological debate for another show at another time. But back on the ranch with respect to the reference point is the fact that we as human beings who are living out and expressing our spiritual realities should not fight necessarily or reject when we get to the place and point where the natural order of things appear to be the dominating Mm -hmm. dynamic that is taking place Place in our life and then being mentally, emotionally, physically equipped to react and respond to that accordingly
0: and that's where pre-planning comes into play, doesn't it?
1: Using uh, Gordon's examples, uh, there was a document or pre-planning in place called an advance directive mm-hmm. or a medical power of attorney. What is that? And that's the question. Let's make sure—let's unpackage that from a—you know, so that people won't be confused. Uh, As a person of faith, as a person who trusts and believes in God, walking by faith, God is in charge, and He's sovereign. uh, One of the examples that I'll utilize is that for every human being who owns an automobile, you have something called—or you should have something called automobile insurance. Mm -hmm. And what is the point or the purpose of automobile insurance? it is in the face of your car being stolen or damaged not that you're uh, prepared not that you're wanting that to happen not that you're expecting that to happen not that you're speaking that to happen but things take place the last thing that's on an individual's mind uh is their car insurance as a matter of fact i know when i get my uh semi-annual statement. I hate paying my car insurance premium.
0: I really do. Out of sight, out of mind.
1: Yeah. But when if I have an accident, if my car is damaged, if my car is stolen, the first person that I am super excited about calling and contacting is my insurance agent. So you're pre-planning. That is a pre-planned scenario in the event thereof. Uh, advanced directives is simply the, the the umbrella term that specific and unique documents and executions. One of them, which he mentioned, is called a medical power of attorney. And depending on what state you are in, they're worded and framed very differently. But the idea of a medical power of attorney, which is one example of an advanced directive. And again, if you understand and just break apart the word advanced directive, you know, directives that you are setting aside in advance of this is what I would like to have happen or done under certain circumstances. In the case of sickness, disease, treatment, etc., there are some things that we really should sit down and be willing to discuss and have a conversation about. First of all, we need to we need to think about, If in the event thereof, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm in a scenario that I'm on life support or et cetera, et cetera, what would I want? my medical professional to do. First thing to understand, medical professionals do not want to make that decision for another human being.
0: Understood, yeah.
1: They would like to have and they would love to have that instruction given to them that patient so-and-so under such and such circumstances would not like to be kept
0: in a vegetated state. So it's for their benefit and ours.
1: It's so everyone involved. Then the third group of people who benefit from this, who may be the most important group, are the family members who are stuck there who need to make on the spot decisions in a highly emotional situation. You know, do we continue with treatment? Do we discontinue treatment? Uh, do we leave? You know, somebody uh, with a breathing tube, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera? Those are that is a terrible time oh. to have to make that decision. Oh, you're so
0: emotional at that time and yeah. uncertain.
1: I have seen family members argue and fight at oh. the bedside oh, because of theological, moral, and yeah. philosophical differences of opinion of what they think should or should not be done let's have the patient when they are clear and their their thoughts are uh, uh, certain before they ever enter into that situation this is what I would like to have done have that documented signed and then choose a family member someone that you trust and someone that you could believe that will make good emotional decisions to be your voice and your spokesperson when it is time, God forbid, in the in the event thereof, that there is an incident or an occurrence that medically some decisions need to be made or rendered. That person then can make that decision based upon the instructions that is written and understood that you have provided to that family member to represent you in the time when you cannot represent yourself. Hmm. That's a medical power of attorney.
0: Well, it was important we take the time to uh, talk about that here today. I'm sure that's going to be very helpful to a lot of people who never considered such a thing. But just like it helped the Robertson family when uh, Pat had that stroke. It's going to help all of us eventually.
1: And it is not a conflict of be- being a believer, right. trusting in God, and having
0: faith. Yeah. God's over the natural order of things as well as the supernatural.
1: That is a gift, and it's a good gift that helps us, that'll help others, and it'll help everyone around us.
0: Oh, thank you so much for explaining that to us all here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. That's our website, health, hope, and inspiration.com. When you go there, Make sure that you check out other podcasts available in the archive, but also download this free resource, Reducing Your Risk for Cancer, healthhopeandinspiration.com. And let's come back to that scripture in James 1.
1: As we close, and we want to close strong, and again, for those that have struggled a little bit in hearing that, please hear this word of God. James 1, verse 17, every, not some, not a few, not every once in a while, every good gift And I would suggest to you medical power of attorneys, uh, advanced directives is a good gift. Medicine and science is a good gift. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Don't reject or run from some of those natural order of things that require us to make decisions and get involved. They are not a conflict of our faith. That is not us turning our back on on our belief in God, but it is helping to equip us in the event of the natural order of things.
0: Great place to end today. That's our time here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Reverend Percy McRae, thank you, brother. Be blessed. Thank you. Take care.